Welcome to the Moss Talk Podcast. Hey, what's happening with the world? Welcome to the season premiere of the Moss Talk Podcast. Yes, we are in season four. Yes, right, season four. And we uh, just celebrated three years of doing the Moss Talk Podcast, and I'm definitely... I'm definitely proud of being on this podcast journey, and I'm definitely happy to have my next guest on here right now. Uh, this brother has been doing his thing for a very long time on the music tip, far as production-wise. And one thing I can say is him and a plethora of other producers from the city of Memphis, while everybody else was chasing uh, the Atlanta sound or the DJ Mustard sound or the New York sound. And I'm talking about way before Memphis started to dominate the airways like we hear now. Him and other producers always kept that original grimy, dark Memphis sound alive. And that's one thing I can salute this brother on. Uh, like I said, he uh, has been doing this thing for a very long time. He is, has production credits on a lot of uh, mixtapes and albums and singles. And we're going to get to chop it up with him, man, and know more about him, man. So please welcome to the show today. We got the one and only Mr. Chad Blunt. What's going on, my guy? Hey, thank you. Thank you, JJ, man. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be here. Oh, man. Man, before we even just get into, you know, asking, you know, questions about you and your life, man, I would like to know how is Chad doing, man? How's your mental space? How's your spiritual space? How's your family doing, man? How are you doing? Man, man everything's fine. Everything's going well. You know, I, I try to stay in tech with, with the spiritual realm as well. You know, so everything good. Everything. Everything's straight. Yeah, man. That's one thing, you know, anytime I uh, do an interview, I always start that off, man, because especially I feel like, you know, with us black brothers, I feel like we don't ask each other that enough. We don't check in, uh, check in and check on each other enough when it comes to that, man. So that is very important to me as far as uh, my my brother's, you know, say mental space and spiritual space and just how he's uh, how he's doing all together. Like, that's very important to me, man, especially, you know, uh, with us still going through this pandemic and just dealing with a lot of stuff that's going on in this crazy world, man, it just, I just make sure I check in with people and just check on them and see how they're doing, man. So I make him my duty to do that. Hey, thank you for that because a lot of crazy shit is going, it's, it's happening right now. Like a lot mm -hmm. of crazy shit. And it's like some people will understand, but most people don't. Exactly. And I got exactly. a spiritual path where I, I understand what's really going on, but I'll mm -hmm. say too much. People ain't ready for that shit. So that's true. That's true. It's like once you get on that subject, it's like they kind of get quiet and want to kind of slick ignore it. Like you want to if you bring up the ignorance, oh, they ready to talk about that all day. But yet once you dumb switch the dumb shit, yes, yes, yeah, sir. Yes, wanna, sir. Yeah, they want to talk about the ignorance and dumb stuff, which you know we all kind of partake in sometimes, but man, it's it's nothing wrong with switching it up and talking about other things, man. There's nothing wrong with talking about the spiritual side of things, man. It's definitely nothing yes, wrong. With it. Yes, sir. Uh, man, uh, before we get into this, everything else, man, I want to know, man, what is your you know, feelings on the Memphis rap scene as of today, man? Like, what do you think about it? Bro, look, it makes me happy because let me let me say that I did this another interview with Z Dog and uh and, and Z -Dog, Z -Dog. legend. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Z Dog and uh, 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 uh DJ Zert Icon Academy. DJ Zert. Okay. Oh eight, oh nine, 
everybody was bumping, you know, that snap music. You know, everybody you know, crank it, you know, crank, crank the soldier man and you know, snap your fingers yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. shit. I was almost fucking in high school. Everybody said, You bumping that dark shit, you bumping that satanic, scary shit. I'm like, yeah, because I love it. That's the myth it sounds. That's us. That's us. Yes. So my yeah. like honestly, my feelings about it is like when I recognized, like, and this was probably like three, four years ago, when I recognized that Memphis was definitely taking over. I'm talking about produce production-wise, just to sound artists and just everything, even just the culture of Memphis has taken over the industry. Like you see now, you go watch all these videos, everybody chopping and shit like that. You know, that's us. That's yeah. that's all business. That's always a Memphis thing. And my thing is, uh, far especially when it comes to the music scene, I bust out and said it's about damn time because I felt Thank like you. the Thank city you. of Memphis has been overlooked for decades. Yes, when it comes to our city, they bring up a ball and MJG. Yes, they're legends. They bring up sometimes DJ Squeaky. They bring up three six, and some don't even know how long Gotti been doing it. But it's more to our city than just that. It's yeah. more. It's more to our city than just those people. You know what I'm saying? And then it's it's also a great thing because even our legends are getting the recognition that they probably didn't get during the 90s. You got people getting now getting up on the player fly. You got people getting up on who's Z-Dog and DJ Zerka. You got people finding out who the hell is Tommy Wright the third. I followed Tommy hey, Wright. Hey, give, me, give, me one, hey, give me one second. I'm going to name one person. I really yeah. fuck with this guy. Very tough. Part of 90s too. DJ Sam, Frazier Click. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's, it's, people just don't know how deep the Memphis music scene is, especially during the 90s and leading on to the uh, early 2000s, just on, on, on and so forth. It's like, you know, even the pioneers, like a DJ Spanish Fly and stuff like yes. that, people just don't know Gangsta Pat. It, people are just now getting up on these people, and, you know, they've been doing their things for decades, and it just that it's about time. Because even when in the early 2000s, when Atlanta took the crunk sound, and, you know, of course, we originated that. That come from us. Yeah. Even when they took the crunk sound and ran with it, people were still sleeping on us, and people just make sense. Of, oh, Atlanta did that. No, nah, man, that come. That's the man, that, that's that Memphis DNA. And then, like yeah. I said, to see us get carrying the torch right now and having a stranglehold on the game. That's all I kept saying, man. It's about damn time. About fucking time. I've been man. saying this shit for years. Man, this is just about damn time, man. Because if like it just even uh, I felt like. I remember in the uh, mid 2000s, it's like 05, I had chopped it up with miscellaneous uh, last year. Yeah. I had them on the show. Yeah. And I told him, I said, man, that class that was out during that time, far as uh, him, uh, Young Key, Frazier Boy, Lil White, yes, because they are pioneers to us and they was killing it in the city. But I feel like they had the sound to kill it in the mainstream industry as well. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? Even, um, even, I'm saying even it's just a it's a, a lot of people who was out there the volunteers. It was a lot of people. You know what I'm saying criminal man. It was yeah. a lot of us. Lieutenant G. It was a, a, doing that that mid two thousands era. Man, it was it was really going down during that time. Man, uh, Young D. It was a lot of us, man. And I just feel like that yeah. sound right there should have definitely blew up because we had the independence in on lock, and we just uh, we came with a different style than what a lot of people was coming with during that time. But you know, it didn't happen for us, but it's happening for us right now. But yeah, 
I want to know from your perspective, man, how can we keep that rain going? Like how and from from you, like how do you think we can continue this rain that we got in uh in the in the industry right now? Just stay at it. We gotta stay at it. Stay to ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like keep at it because we are we are hot now. Especially the sound for the 90s. That's really taking off. You know, that's what I'm all saying? that's how you hear that sample. That's all you hear that gets sampled. Yes, the, the 90s, the, the sound of the youth of Memphis, man. Because I was five years old when I first heard that shit. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. I was I was like traumatized. I, I was traumatized. I was like mesmerized with that sound. And mm-hmm. it stuck with me to this day. Uh, I think I'm okay. I'm, I'm 34 right now. I'm 34 years old. Yeah, you're, you're older. Yeah, it's it been like decades. <laughs> like they've been decades since I bought that '90 shit. Oh, man, from your perspective, what do you think is about just the Memphis sound and culture that's so gravitating to like for people, man? Since like they people people don't want to admit it, but they love Memphis. They love everything about us. As far as just we, cause we our own world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we are. are. Real. I when you hear like I see people, I read comments all the time. When it comes to checking, when it comes to just doing anything, we come to chopping, when it comes to music, when it comes yeah. to just everything, just all about Memphis, man. People love us, man. What you think? Why why you think people love us so much, man? Because we we unique. Uh we 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 are a unique city. Okay, I mean I used to go to Job Corps. This one I I which one you yeah, went to? Okay. Yeah, uh, 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 what's the uh, uh, with the M Young, with the M Young. Okay, okay. Went, uh, you went to the one uh, in the city. Yeah, in the city. Yeah, with the okay, city. I went to the one in uh, Albany, Georgia. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, every time when it, I, this is just this, this about this about me going out of town, a motherfucker can tell like, damn, you from Memphis? <laughs> like, yeah, damn right. <laughs> now I'm to the point where, like. Even in my own city, I, I change my look to see all the time. Mother like, dang, you from Memphis? Like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from here. They get shocked. We're very, right. very unique. We're very unique. And, uh, man, one thing I noticed, I was watching uh, Drink Champs interview uh, the other day, and they had Turk on there. And I had forgot Turk had been living down here for so long. He was using Memphis slang. He was saying flodging and junk and shit like that. I was like, yeah. it was, I, I, can't, I had to remind I was like, damn, I forgot, you know, Turk and his his wife had been she from Memphis, so they had been living down here for a long time. So it's yep. just like damn, but it's it just crazy, you know. Because uh, that's why I don't even really say I don't say cap. You know what I'm saying? That's I, that's the Atlanta. That's the Atlanta shit. I keep saying flodge and shit. I go yeah. back home lunching. Yeah, yeah. I be I be using flodge too, like flodging ass nigga, lying ass nigga, yeah, all that shit. Yeah, yep. Oh man, but, but yeah, but Memphis, but about Memphis. We we very unique the way we talk, mm-hmm. the way we dress, the way we, you know, carry ourselves in the music. Like the way we taking over now. <laughs> like we really are. We taking over now. That sound just taking over. It's definitely man. It, like that's all you and then that's all you see far as the hottest producers that's in the game right now. You know what I'm saying? A take keep. You know what I'm saying? Romeo YC, uh, real red. It's like it's a lot of us that you know. It's a lot of a Memphis producers who's definitely dominating the charts and taking over the game right now, man. It's definitely a good thing to look at, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I hate to, and I really hate to, you know, make the uh, transition from a positive life to a negative, but I kind of have to, man. But also, 
with everything that's going on in our city, we got so much good stuff happening music-wise, but we still witnessing a lot of bad shit happening in our city, you know, especially yeah. with the mass shooting that happened uh, this past week. And yeah. it's just, you know, the violence is just crazy, man. The young lady being kidnapped and killed, and it's just like, damn, man. You it's just, you'll think that with, with the good stuff that's going on in the city, you will think that, or you will hope, that you know we'll get nothing but positive vibes, man. But what do you think that was causing all this violence that, that's that's taking place in our city? And I'm not saying that you know our city is the worst because it's violence everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying we live in the you violence. You do got a point. Violence everywhere. Yeah, it, but it, it, I think to me, I think it's the energy. It's it's a lot of negativity. It's like a, a lot of negative motherfuckers that mm -hmm. cause some shit. Yeah, man, it's, it, it is that. It definitely is that. And and one thing that, you know, a lot of people might give me flack for this, but one thing I always notice is that, you know, each generation loves to say how their generation wasn't as bad as the generation after them. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I noticed, but, you know, as far as the generation we come from, I look back at it, we wasn't perfect. Yeah, we wasn't. We, wasn't. we definitely wasn't perfect because a lot of people say, man, this generation is disrespectful. Da, da, da. I'm like, but you got to think when they was little babies, we was teenagers. So what we was what? around them doing a lot of crazy shit. Only difference is our technology wasn't as advanced the way theirs is. That's the Preach. only reason. Why now, now you so preach. Now, that, that's another thing. I'm about to say that's another thing that's making the shit. Just, just for the whole world, period. You know all this. You know, yeah. it's just technology. That mm -hmm. technology is really fucking up, uh, fucking us up too. Yeah, like, like but I can remember. You know, we what we was doing some crazy shit back then. Also, like they were like say, man, these uh, how these kids be disrespecting their parents. I'm like, no, I saw a bunch of us growing up disrespecting parents and disrespecting uh grown folks as well, cussing them out. Like, don't yeah. try to make this thing like you gotta think. They was little kids watching us as teenagers, and now that we're older, they're the teenagers. And guess what? It's like almost like a relay race of destruction. We passing the baton around, like we passing that Bad. baton on down and continuing that cycle. And now we and we looking at it as like we thinking that stuff is gonna change, or we thinking like, oh man, it, we thinking that. As long as we pray that it's gonna be a change. Now I feel like man, it gotta be some action behind the prayers. And you know, I don't have anything against no one's religious beliefs, but it gotta be some action behind these prayers because prayer is not gonna get it. We've been praying for 30 and 40 years and stuff, nothing has changed. So we gotta put some action behind these prayers. Facts, facts. You ain't lying because this is what I'm doing right now. I'm putting a lot of action behind my prayers because yeah. it just she just getting out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, for those who don't know, man, uh, run down a little, a, a quick list of production credits that people who may not uh, ever have, are not so familiar with the Chad Blunt production, man. Run down some of your producer credits that people you've uh, worked with, man. Ooh, that's, boy, that's a long list. I'm trying to think of it's, it's a long ass list. I'm trying to hey, think. We got all the time. We got all the time. I want to be, I want this to be like a nice interview. I want people to go YouTube, like, oh, this is, you know, about 20, 30 minutes. But hold on, give me, <laughs> give me one second. Who, who have I worked with? I'm not working with DJ Zerk. Me and DJ, me and DJ Zerk working. We, we, we're doing a production team right now, me and him. I work with Z Dog. Who else I work with? Oh, it's a long ass list. 
um I work with young no young bleed from no limit. I'm working with him right now and he you know he having yeah, a lot of business. Yeah, yeah I believe that he did him last year. Yeah, who else I'm working with? Damn, god damn. The chat right there on my tracks. Oh man, it's a, it's a, man, my brain is filled with you know so many like so many people I work with. I'm trying to think, take my time. <sighs> so many people I work with. <sighs> trying to think. Yeah, damn. <laughs> so, bro, so you go to YouTube, go on my YouTube. I got a YouTube channel, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I got some shit on there. But I'm trying uh, to think. Those, I'm, really... I'm letting the viewers oh, yeah, know okay. for those Mr. Who Mr. Yeah, I work, yeah, I work with No Limit. I, I forgot I work with the No Limit Soldiers. No, I'm going outside of Memphis. No, I'm doing that New Orleans thing right now. Who else? Oh, yeah, Project Pack. Yeah, Project Pack right on my tracks before. Um, it's, it's, like I said, it's a long list of people, and I'm still trying to aim at this shit. Cause I'm working, I'm working with the Manson family right now, Psycho. Oh, so man. That's, yeah, I'm trying to keep the ball rolling. <laughs> so I, I'm not yeah, you working, you working with the cats we grew up on. Shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm on, this is what I'm doing. I'm bringing back that old 90s funk sound. That sound that I grew up listening to, and, and sometimes and I want to lock a dick in the trunk type music, you know. Man, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Why, yeah. for you, man, and for your personal, you know, for your personal feelings, why is it is so important for you to bring back that sound? Cause that, that's me. You you don't understand, bro. That sound it, it's just Memphis. It represents. No, I, I understand. I understand. It's just as far as the listeners and the viewers who are listening and watching this right now, they might not understand. Of course, I'm born and raised in I'm gonna let y'all guys know. I'm gonna point the camera. I'm gonna let y'all guys know that's the fucking sound. That's something I grew up listening to. You know what I'm saying? And then, like you say, Atlanta really bit our little John and then bit our style, and they made it, it more commercial. Yeah, when the the crunk era and all this stuff, and just we did not. It's just, it's just messed up. It took for the crunk era to die for us to get our credit. Now, when they was on top, when nobody screaming, nobody all this, only, yeah, was only person who said something was Pimp C. When he's like, when they yeah. uh doing all this shouting in that crunk music, they need to shout out Three Six Mafia because that's who started the sound. When Pimp C yeah. did that interview. That rent in Atlanta, he was the only person who credited it. But when the crime yeah. ever was killing it, nobody in Atlanta was giving Memphis their props. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to what you asked me what, who I'm working with now. Glad you did yeah. this because you know. Uh shout out to my guy Reginald Boylan. Uh, the oh, yeah. yeah, he's he's the uh, he's the he's, he's the, he's the reason he's the reason why I love Memphis rap. I got him he's the god of Memphis rap. He cold, man. He cold. Well, he's the guy to me as well. I'm working with him right now. I'm, I'm making checks for him. Man. It's psycho. I, I subscribe yeah. to his YouTube, man. I love when this is his beats. Yes. Reginald, Reginald Boy, that's that's Junior, but his dad, Senior. Reginald Boy is Senior, who owns on the Shrift Records. That used to work with oh, guys. Okay, okay, the OG, okay, the, the OG. Okay, 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 okay. That's it. For those who don't know, on the strength, it's the label that started a balling them JG out way before there was a squad. Three six, three six, 
just you two, just you two on the strength records. Yeah, you, you get your history yeah. right there. Like people yeah. don't know, man. People don't know. They think it's just three six and thinking it's just Gotti and stuff, man. Like I said, the Memphis music history is deep as hell. Yes, you know, you know Trippy Red, right? Trippy Red, the young artist. He yeah. had sample three six. Uh, hit him, motherfucker. Yeah. Hit him, motherfucker. But yeah, Reginald Bone, OG, he like, hold up, that's my shit. I own that shit, goddamn. Yeah, he yeah, and, and hit him with that lawsuit. <laughs> he, that's yeah, that is everything. Like, hell so, yeah. I don't blame him. I, I don't blame him because if you're not, and that's one thing, um, one of the things that I kind of dislike, you know, about far as this new era is like they don't do their proper research on who they sampling or try to do the business because I'm pretty sure if he didn't catch on to see like, hey, that's my shit, he, they were never going to hit him up and say, oh, we sampled your shit. So he had every yeah. right. Like, uh -huh. You got to break me off. You got to break me off. That that cat a chad that cheddar cheese break that shit off, but yeah, but yeah, back there, yeah, but uh, yeah, I got and, and thanks to uh, thank God for Reginald Boylan, I got the rights to sample his shit. So anything he want me to sample, I got the rights to do it. So um, I, I got permission. I won't get sued. <laughs> thank God. Um, you work with uh LBZ also on her album too, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I did that, that uh, one track. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, the Lady Luck album. I interviewed yeah, her. Yeah, I did one track. Uh, it, 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 once you hear that track, you be like, damn, it, it take me back to the 90s. <laughs> Oh, okay. yeah, so I chopped it up with her a couple of months ago, man. Shout out LBZ. Shout out uh, Cody. Shout out Lagoda Music. Shout out to all of them, man. Yeah, shout, hey, LBZ. Uh, hey, hey, girl. Let's get it. Let's get some more shit rolling, cause hey, we need it, man. We, hey, we blowing up together. That, that's my, that's my homie. Now she's my dog. So I fuck with all of them, man. Now we gonna, uh, we gonna, we gonna hit the rewind button right quick, man. And we're gonna start off at the genesis of the one Chad Blunt. Uh, what part of the city you grew up in? Fraser. Ah, oh, okay, Bay Area. We got hey, another hey, Bay Area. We grew. We got. We got another Bay Area representative. You know, I'm born and raised out the mound. So, okay, okay. I, I had family yes. out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a mound baby, man. Uh, for those who don't know, like now, how would you describe the upbringing that you had during that time? I'm saying coming up in the Bay Area. Oh man, it was, it was put like this. It was cool, but you know, but I had to learn. You no. Know, Learn some hood shit. I had I had some hood friends and shit like that. Had some hood yeah. family members and shit. So it was like it was cool, peaceful, but I had to be hood at the same time. It was I'm like he had a balance. He had a balance. Yeah, balance. I'm gonna mention. You know what I'm saying? I could be proper. You know, get a job. <laughs> you know, job interview. But you piss me, I'm gonna fuck you up type shit. So yeah, it's just like that's how it is. How it was for me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't yeah. no. Thug and no gangster, but I'm, I ain't no bitch neither. Like I can yeah, thank talk you, thank to you. you. Thank you. I can I can talk to you very proper, like you know, like hey, how you doing? You know, I'm saying my name is JJ, but you come to me like, hey, bro, get your bitch ass off me, bro. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, that's how I am. That's like, we, okay, that's that's a that's just a Memphis thing. So yeah, we 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 got that balance because uh, who said that? Uh, cool Courtney. He was like motherfucker thinking I don't know how to talk proper, and he showed that. But he's like, but I ain't no bitch neither. I get on your motherfucking ass. He's like, nigga, I can talk street and I can talk. You know what I'm saying correct English. Well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Uh man, how would you describe the household that you grew up in? Like, was it like one of those uh 
like loving uh fitting type households. Put like this, I put like this. I'm gonna get shout out to my mom. My mom is like the coolest woman after her name, Alma Sellers. Emma Baskerville, I take the back because she don't go by sales no more. Emma Baskerville. As a matter of fact, she got, you know, she a grammar too. So, you know, hit me up if you want the information. You know, y'all got a little small, medium sized dog. She made that dog look cute and shit. So, but yeah, yeah I love sure. her because she the reason why I ain't into that, that, that ignorant. You know, I know how to treat a woman. You know what I'm saying? I know how to talk to people because that woman, she taught me how, you know, like, man, don't be ignorant, don't be stupid. So, so it's basically. It's basically safe to say moms instill some value and some principles in you as a kid that you carry on today. And, and I'm pretty still sure to this you, day. And still to this day. Still to this day. And I'm pretty sure you instilled that into your children. Yes. See, that's that. And I love that. You know, my mom, God rest her soul, she did the exact same thing. She mm. she instilled in me that, you know, you treat everyone with respect. You always, you earn stuff. Nothing is given to you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You uh, you look people in their eyes. Of course, you know, I ain't had no father. I just had big brothers. So, you know, I learned a lot from my siblings and I learned a lot from my mom. And like yeah. I said, she instilled a lot in me that I use to today. I use today and I instill in my children, man. So that's what's up. Shout out to your moms. Yeah, I got I got to give her a shout out because I love that woman to death. And she the reason why. And she, she even support my damn music. Like, she only listen to gangster rap, Memphis rap. But she knows what I love, and she mm -hmm. know like, oh, this rapper sample, this old song I used to listen to. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, uh, she, she, she know her, she know her oldest because that's what she grew up on. So when she hear that sample, she already knows. So, so that's probably where you get it from, Mom's a music head too. Then it seems like yeah, yeah, she is, she is. Oh man. Now, um, of course, you said you've been in love with the Memphis sound since you were like five, six years old. But when it, when did it get to that point where you wanted to do music yourself? Like, when did that hit you? Uh, I think I was I was in high school. Uh, I think I was eighteen. My last year of high school, I never forget it. Like, uh, it just it's like I, when I found out about Fruity Loops, Fruity Loops, Fruit, yeah, Fruity Loops, that that program. Ever since then, like look, I fell in love with music. You know, just just start sampling and making beats and woo 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 and all this shit. So, uh, okay, okay. Now, when you start doing that, um, did, were you already taking it serious from the jump, or did it take you a while to get to a point like you know what I'm gonna crack down on this? Uh, it took me a good minute because when I was doing, I was I was doing uh, for fun, like you know, I want people playing around, they play around with it. You know what I'm saying, but I'm trying to think what what really got me into it is when uh, DJ Zerk. I never get DJ Zerk. He been following me for years. Right? I I didn't even know this man knew me. You know what I'm saying? Because I was working at the FedEx Forum Rendezvous. Mm -hmm. I was working there, and one of my homeboys like, "Hey, guess who out there? I'm like who out there? DJ Zerk." I was like, "Hell no, nah, man, he ain't out there." It's like, "But you better go out there and step out, and speak to him." So as soon as I stepped out the booth, you know, the, the, the area, the booth, Chad, this is DJ Zerk saying, Chad. And you didn't know I he knew, knew you. I knew, I knew then, like, yeah, I, I need to step my game up. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man, that's what's up. Uh, far as uh, as of right now, uh, what kind of relationship you and Zerk have as of today? Oh, we tight. Like I said, we, 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 we making beats together. We're actually nice. making beats together. Uh -oh. Like, you know, um... 
be on the lookout for uh, Where's the Bud remake because we doing that together. Uh, looking for the chewing remake. Oh, we taking Memphis back. Do what we do. We taking Memphis back. So, uh, uh, being under the, I'm saying that that tutelage of uh, the legendary figure himself, DJ Zerk. For those who don't know, he is that original, you know, what I'm saying production of when people hear lock him in the trunk. That come yeah. from him. Uh, what, like, what are some of the things you've learned by being just, you know, under, you know, what I'm saying under his umbrella? What's some of the things you picked up? Oh, the uh, the way to 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 make to mix and master beats better. To uh, understand the business, you know what I'm saying? I always can't get mad that a certain motherfucker don't want to buy, sh buy shit. I go to the next motherfucker to handle business with. He taught me that, you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't lose your, you know, don't lose your head doing this shit. Keep a positive no. mindset. Keep a positive mindset. Keep it rolling. Ah, that's what's up. Now, uh, besides DJ Zerk, who are some of the, insp uh, the inspirations for you far as production-wise? And that can be insane. Of course, it's gonna be in our city. But do you have any other influence influences outside of the city? Okay, put it like this for the city. So, uh, guys, the pad, DJ Squeaky, DJ Sound. I shout out, make sure DJ Sound. That's that's my guy, DJ Sound. Uh, who else? Uh, just by any Memphis producer that I grew up listening to, and, and the, the ones upcoming now. Uh, who else? Uh, for his uh, New Orleans, uh, a uh, Manny Fresh. I think uh, Manny Fresh is underrated. If you ask me, you no, know, he very is because he hard. That man hard as hell. Um, who else I'm producing for? Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, any producer that made hits, <laughs> that like, I'm like, I know, and I know they style. Like Dr. Dre, you know. So for the West Coast, I make like a Dr. Dre type of track, you know, or. Who else? I just get out all the producers that that you know that I listen to. I get them shout outs, you know what I'm saying? Because they taught me as well how to make music, different genres of music and shit. So uh, did you ever fuck with you? I ain't say New Orleans and you fuck with Manny Fresh. Did you ever fuck with Beast by the Pound? Like when they was doing oh, yeah. that thing. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, matter of fact, matter of fact, yeah, no living. Yeah, matter of fact, me and him, we're gonna we are going we are doing some shit together too. So Beast by the Pound too. So yeah. Bro, it's so much shit I got going, bro. It's like it's a long list. <laughs> it's a long hey, but, list. But you, hey, but at least you're, you know, what I'm saying you making sure you shouting out the people who, you know, what I'm saying who are helping you and who are who is very influential career wise. Yeah. You man, because you know a lot of people once they start elevating and start getting to a certain point in their lives and their careers, they seem to forget. They get amnesia. You know that's yeah. why. You know, on my uh to the you know, say me celebrating my three-year podcast anniversary, I made sure I tag people who who inspired me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I have no I have no shame in you know shouting out and thanking people for being my inspiration and giving me the motivation to do what I do, man. Just like you, I still thank you, man, for you know taking the time out of your busy schedule. You could be doing anything, but man, you made time to be on my platform and I appreciate that. I have to be a part of your platform because I'll see what you're doing. Yeah, I gotta be a part of, of JJ's you know podcast because I, I love what you're doing. Like you represent us. I'm talking to people that's coming up as well. So I really I really do appreciate you for that. Man, thank you, man. Uh when you started, like when you started to get serious about the production and when you started really going hard with your beats, 
You know, saying who were some of the people that you started out with, as far as making tracks for, like whether it was locally or uh, was for some friends or something like that. Uh, I never did a group by the name of CTC. Uh, cut the trick, cut the check, yeah, cut the check. Uh, records, CTC. That those the people that got me. Uh, you know, uh, Arab. You know, Soldier Boy. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Arab. I did a song called uh, Kwalk. K-Wall. I think it's still on YouTube. I hope to ch uh, check that out. K-Wall, you know, CTC. K-Wall. Okay. I did that uh, back in 08. You know what I'm saying? That's why I really started doing the shit. And like, bam. And I, keep, I kept going and kept going and kept going. Like, look, I'm not stopping. <laughs> so, Man, what was those, uh, what was that, that grinding like? Because, you know, of course, we live, we in 2022 and, you know, you, do, you were doing your thing as far as the mid to late 2000s. What was that grind like being a producer, trying to get people to hear you out? Because, you know, it's different now because you got beat stars and the Arabic websites and stuff like this. So people can just post their beats and people can just go and buy them. But, but during that time, you giving beat CDs to people or you emailing them or you get sending them samples and stuff like that, man. How was that grind back in the day for you? It was kind of difficult at first because you know what I'm saying it's like I had to actually go out <laughs> and know 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 certain people. Yeah, to yeah, you know it's like like pass the torch type of shit. Like here you go, here this. They had to wait for like a month. That oh such and such heard this and woo woo that. But nowadays it's so easy. Like a click of a button, a whole world got your shit. <laughs> That's true, though. And that's one thing that, you know, of course, uh, you know, coming from the era that we grew up in, as far as CDs and cassette tapes and stuff like that, you know, of course, you know, uh, that independent grind was, it was, it was nice. And so I can remember being an inspiring artist, pressing up my CDs, burning them up, you know what I'm saying, staying up all night, going to Radio Shack, buying 200 CDs to pass out or sell some little, some little mix CD that I had made for myself. And, you know, I can remember that, you know, and we in 2022, and just like you said, the click of a button and how technology is advanced is to the point where now you don't even need a label. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to send no demo. Like you your yeah. own label. you your own everything, man. You just sign up for Distro Kid or you sign up with TuneCore, man. You got your own label and your own career in your hands right there. And that's one of the things I appreciate about today's times right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was there ever a time in your life that um, you know, you felt like probably I guess giving up. Have, have, have you? Did you ever reach that Pl point? Plenty, plenty of times. <laughs> plenty of times. Like, like it's like I'd be like there were certain artists, or uh, uh, like out of town or overseas. God, no, I got production overseas too. I, I did motherfuckers overseas too, and I'd be nice. like, and, 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 and be like, motherfucker, are you gonna pay for this? A motherfucker, are you gonna get my credits for this shit? And and I had to go through that shit. Every time, yeah, sometimes I just wanted to quit, like, man, fuck this shit. But somebody, but my mom, she's main, she the main reason, like, baby, your name out there, you know, DJ Zerk know you, you know, DJ Squeaky know you, you know, these, these, these people you grew up that know you, right? Like, yes, ma'am. You know, I'm mad as a motherfucker. Like, yes, ma'am, I hear you. <laughs> she uh, keep me going. Man. And you know, you know what? You just asked, you just asked, uh, you answered my next question because I was gonna ask you, like, how were you able to even maintain? So it's just you answered that question and saying much love and much respect to your moms, man. Yeah, oh, that, that's my backbone. I love that one. Uh, as you were maneuvering through the industry and you uh making a name for yourself at that same time, were you um 
building up the knowledge of the industry as far as on the business side? Yes, yes. I learned a lot. Do I learn a lot from DJ Zerg? He taught me a lot about the business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, before Zerg, you know what I'm saying, gave you that game and that knowledge about it, uh, how much did you know before before then? Very little, very little, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was about talent, but no. Ninety percent, ninety percent business, ten percent talent. Yes, no, I say ninety five percent business, five percent talent. <laughs> you gotta do this. You gotta pay for this. You gotta do this. Gotta, oh my god, shit. <laughs> uh, what were some of the mistakes you made early on before you? I'm saying you got to this point where you're very knowledgeable and you know what to do. What were some of those mistakes that you made that you look back at it now? And it's like, damn, I really fucked up on some shit back then. Uh, uh. I knew some scamming motherfuckers in the business where, man, you give me this amount of money, I can take your, your dreams to overseas, or, or I can take you here. I I I know I know uh uh you know such and such. I know such and such. My dumbass believed it. Money gone. They took my money. Pissed me off. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people, a lot of people have have ran across there because I remember I used to get people in my DM and they were like, "Well, we got this showcase and all you gotta do is fly out here and send us the money for this." And so I'm like, "Bro, I'm I'm not that slow. I'm sorry. Like I ain't no. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So I I can remember like people hitting me up trying to get me to send money for this. Like, hey, I uh. I can get your your tape on this website, bro. I can I can upload my own shit on Dead Piff. So yep. you ain't doing nothing yep. for me. Uh -huh. I can't yep. myself. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. uh, besides stuff that you learned in the music industry, uh, what are some of the uh, the real life lessons that you learned uh, along the way? Uh, well, uh, what I learned real life lessons is that uh, don't be a cocky asshole. What I mean by this, mm. like, I'm, I'm very humble. Like, that's why, that's why Zerk fuck with me. Everybody fuck with me around the world. Like, I'm humble. Mm -hmm. I don't know it all. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but I don't think I'm the best. I I'm not a cocky motherfucker. Sometimes I sit there and learn and observe shit. They'll be the best producers. Sit there and learn your artists. Sit and learn the business. Just learn. Just learn. Shut the fuck up and learn. That's why they say you got two ears and one mouth. You do more listening, mm -hmm. then you should do more talking. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what I like, you look at the game right now. You know, the, the game, it's just like anything else, it's going to have its pros and cons. What are some of the things that you have dealt with either in the past or you dealt with currently that you can do without as far as the, in the industry? Like, you look at it like, I can do without this shit. Besides the uh, cocky shit. Oh, let me see. Uh, well, there's a lot that in the business. Well, you know, put it like this. Um, it's a few shit that we don't need. Like just, um, damn. But most of the most of the business I learned, you know, what I'm saying this is how the business that goes. You know, what I'm saying as far as you know, investing money and shit like that, investing investing time, money, and all this shit. But every, everything else is like, I had to learn, like, I had to learn, like, you know, basically the scamming shit. Like, you know, that's why I had to learn because, you know, it's some motherfuckers that just want your money. Mm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 
that shit sucks. You know what I'm saying? You try to you try to look out for somebody or you trying to do things right, you're white, but motherfuckers just take your shit. And that way it, it, it hurts me. It irks me. Well, I can't I can't stand scamming motherfuckers. You go on my Facebook, I I, I be finding scammers and, and, and cussing them out and all this shit because it, it just it just it, shit ain't cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, we're in a, we in the age where it's more scammers than regular people these days. So yes. I'm pretty sure they be pissing you the fuck off because it, yes. it's way yes. more scammers than it was back then. It's a boy. It's a, it, the field is crazy. Yes. Uh, now I wanted to know um, Memphis Mafia, Mafia music. Uh, oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's something new. I meant to talk about this. Something new. You know, this did with Reginald Boylan, the OG, and, and Psycho, and 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 just we, it, our goal is to take Memphis back to where it was in the nineties. That's our goal. Okay, okay, that's what that is right there. Okay, yeah. uh, you are you answered like two, three questions right there, right, right there. So, um, like I said, you uh, like you attack me in and I look at it like you like you, like you want to welcome this person and stuff. I used to, I saw y'all uh, had Endo G, the legend. I was like, oh shit! I was like, oh man, yeah, Endo G, yes, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, bro, bro. I got people hit me up, inbox me, bro. That's Endo G, like yeah, that's Endo G. What's his number? What's his number? They're like, bro. Like but that just goes to show how much that man, him and others are loved because you know he's you know say he's been out the way for a long time. You know what I'm saying? He's you know say he stayed low key for a long time and just like seeing him like that. I was happy to see that. So that lets you know how much love this man has, you know what I'm saying, how much he has contributed to the uh the Memphis music scene, you know what I'm saying, dating back to when him and Lil Blunt was doing stuff together, and then you know, him being Endo G with you know what I'm saying hypnotized minds and doing his own solo stuff afterwards. And like that man is, you know what I'm saying, is a legend. Hey, did you did you know that he also worked he, he used to work with a Luke from Florida? Yeah, that's what I said. He, yeah, he was him yeah. and Lil Blunt. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wow. Blame it on the flunk. Uh, blame it on the funk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. You know your shit. You know your shit. Don't know I fuck with you, JJ. You know your shit. <laughs> hey, I feel like, man, I feel like if I'm gonna be doing this. I have to know the history of my city because uh, one of the people who inspired me uh, is a cat by the name of Donnie Houston. He's from Houston, Texas, and he yeah. does interviews. And the interviews he do is basically giving you the history of the Houston rap culture and just the Houston music scene all together. And that's my goal. That's why yeah. I try, I'm trying my best to get people who are into the Memphis music industry, such as yourself. And you know, I'm hoping to get an interview with DJ Zerk. I'm hoping, you know what I'm saying, to get an interview with an Al Capone one day. I'm saying, a Frazier boy. I'm saying, I've had, um, I said, I've had Z Dog on here. I've had Miscellaneous and stuff like that. I've had Young Bleed on here, even though he's from New Orleans. But that's one of my main goals is try to show people that it's more to, you know, it's, it's, our Memphis rap history is so deep. It's like the, like the roots is just there. And I, that's my main goal, man. That's why I make sure I be on my shit. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, now before we, uh, man, we, uh, wrap it up. I want to know, man, when it, all, when it's all said and done and when it's over with, 
And then when you probably have maybe moved on to some other things, because I know music is always going to be that first love for you. But, you know, of course, I see more for you. Like you, you don't fuck around and have a, uh, uh, your own label and with other artists and shit like that, and you're gonna yeah. be far removed from like just being producer and stuff like that. But yeah. I want to know, man, music wise, when it's all said and done, how does Chad Blunt want to be remembered? I want, I want people to remember. Hey, Chad Blunt, he that's Chad Blunt, that Memphis nigga, that nigga from Memphis. <laughs> he that Memphis nigga. He just that nigga from Memphis. That's all I want to be remembered as. It's like that nigga hard though. That's like that, bro. You like, did you hear this shit that nigga was coming up with? Like, bro, like yeah. all that much. Like, hey, listen to that album. Like, he did production on this shit. Like, go to the YouTube page, bro. Got the tutorial on him making those uh those beats and shit like that. Like, bro, go hard. Yeah, yeah. So I just want uh, people to say, hey, Chamber, that's a Memphis nigga. That's all I want people to say. Uh man, for those who uh may want to get some work in with you, man, how can they contact you? Right now. Uh, hit me up on, on Facebook, Chad Blunt Facebook, and uh, hit me up on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But, but now I gotta start spending a little bit more money to do beat stars and shit like that. But for now, like for the free shit that I got now, Facebook, YouTube. Oh man, yeah, I want to. All right, man, y'all heard what the man said. If you want to try to get at him for some work, hey man, Chad Blunt, man. Before we uh, wrap this up, I want to know, uh, because if I'm correct, you're a family man, correct? Yeah, I am. Uh, how are you able to balance, you know what I'm saying, being a busy producer and balancing, you know what I'm saying, being, you know what I'm saying, with your family and stuff like that? For you personally, how are you able to balance that out? Uh, just, I, this is how I do it. One day, like, a, like I said, like a, a day or like set hours, like, I'm going to make beats and have the music business. Then that day or that, that set hours, I'm hanging with my mom. I'm hanging with my girl. I'm hanging with my brothers. I'm gonna hang out with them. I just, you know, I, you know, I, I split time for this shit. So and it's like you make time for the stuff you want to make time for. So that lets yeah. you know how how much family means to you. Yeah. Oh man, but man, I just want to let you know my platform is always yours. I just want to let you know in, anything that you need, man. Just get at me. You know what I'm saying? If you want to make you you want to get back on the podcast, man, uh, and join in on some discussions that on on the live episode that we uh that I'm gonna be having, it, man. You can always tap in with me, man. Uh, my platform is yours. If you need anything promoted, man, just hit me up. Say no more. I'm gonna hit you up. Like, look, I I need some shit. Like, push this shit for me. I'm gonna I'm eat you That's why I don't mind you tagging me and stuff. Like it's certain people who don't who, who don't fuck with me like that, but they tag me in a lot of their shit. It's like, bro, I don't see you sharing none of my stuff, but yeah, you tag me in your stuff and you want me to share it and you want me to hit like and stuff like that. You know, yeah. you fuck with me. I can tell. But you know, it's it's other individuals like that shit. I don't know. I'm not letting that. That ain't flying no more. I'm sorry. Like if you can't fuck with me like I fuck with you, then it, I guess we ain't fucking with each other. You know what I'm saying? Support equals support. Yes, true, true. And then, then before I leave, I'm gonna give another special shout out to Tom Wright the Third. You know the what I'm saying? Yeah, the legend. Hey, Tom Wright the Third. If you hear me, I'm tired. I, I did this with the uh, uh, the uh, Icon Show, Icon Camera Show. If you hear me, motherfucker, let's link up. <laughs> let's link up, Tommy Wright the Third. Let's link up. But yeah, shout out to Tommy, shout out to Tommy Wright the Third for getting that placement on the new Beyonce album as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I said, 
Memphis is take uh, Memphis took over, and we running this shit just like I, when they act when three six acts who run it, we run this shit. Yeah, Memphis. Yes. 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 This is the season premiere episode. Uh, we um the first episode, season four of the Moss Talk podcast. I'm JJ Moss. This is Chad Blunt, and we are out. You yeah. peace, peace. <laughs>